For TBWA Shiite Day New York and Nissan, ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E Force all wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in port mode with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There it is. We got the the maestro on behind the scenes, Nate Brennan. Nate O'Brennan, actually. That's his real name. He won't let anybody know. This is old school <laughs> with DP and Jay. We are live from Tanner's Bar and Grill, 30th and Yankee Hill. We are sponsored by the, the Mercado, certified Piedmontese special ingredients and butcher shop. Great appetizers, main course meals, dessert, and a butcher shop where you can take stuff home. Um, so you need to co- also come by and check us out at, at uh, Tanner's. They got great burgers and Tanner's lips, what they're known for. So um, we got a lot to cover. We want to thank Sean again for being on Absolutely. us. We should call that thing the power hour, the hot seat, because we were asking yeah. him some hard-hitting questions. <laughs> now I get to turn it over to you, AD. Mm-hmm. And as a former player, alumnus, and we all fit into this fan, uh, Husker craze, you know, crazy. What do you want to see, or, you know, the last eight weeks from this Husker team and Husker th- staff? Yeah, I want to thank Sean Callahan again from um, Huskers Online and also uh, On3.com. He, he's very knowledgeable. He's committed to what he's doing. Yeah. And, and I think that's the word right now, Jay. I want to see commitment. Yeah. I know I'm going to get it from Mickey yeah. and his staff right now. Right. I know he's going, to, he's, he's going to get that. But also, there's only so much a coach can say. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, exactly, eventually somebody in that locker room, where someone's a number of guys need to step up and say, you know what, and take ownership. Yeah. Because they can't block, run, and tackle, and catch balls for you. Yeah. They can pour their blood, sweat, and tears to you. But at the end of the day, it's up to them to make that commitment to say, you know what, if we're going to right this ship, it's going to start with us, man. Right. It's going to start with us. And so I think there's got to be uh, some more player accountability amongst themselves. themselves. Jay, I want you to – okay, speaking of that, talk about the Unity Council. Right. Yeah, well, that, was, that was huge. Talk about I mean, that with that meant for us. The Unity Council was – it was like a, a board of governors or something yeah. <laughs> to where you always felt like you had one of them watching you to make sure you were in line, but you also had plenty of unity council, all of them, where you could go to if you had an issue. Mm-hmm. All of them had been through anything that we had been through, whether it's lack of playing time, so you know, homesick, grades, or anything like that. So um, just because they're on the unity council doesn't mean that they hadn't went through some uh, lean times. And I think that it was huge for – Guys like myself yeah. uh, that was from out of state, kind of knew about Nebraska, but didn't know the Nebraska way where they would kind of 
put their arm around you or kind of around your neck and, and, and grab you and bring you along and show you the way as long as you wanted to, to you know, go along with, you know, how we did things. And so, but the Unity Council was also there to deliver messages so Coach Osborne wouldn't have to deliver That's those right. messages. And I'll never forget when, um, you know, we were, you know, I guess before I got here, there's some issues down on O Street. And, uh, you know, we were starting to catch some heat, you know, mm-hmm. in the, you know, national media. And we started to take off as a, you know, as a team and as a unit. And Christian Peter and, and the, those guys stood up in front of the, the team and said, if we catch any of you guys down on O Street on Thursday, which remember Coach Osborne used to always say that most two nights before night the game is the most important night of sleep, mm-hmm. that you, you don't have to worry about the coaches being mad. You've got to deal with us. got to deal with us. And that's the type of uh, culture that you can still have with these kids. Yeah. Because they can communicate with each other. You might have to do it a different way. You know, a lot of them might communicate through, like, group chats or texts or social media. But then also I, I do think it can happen. And the ability to have your team ran from the locker room in a good way right, um, is, is something that leads to a, a, a huge amount of wins and losses because it allows the coaches to do what they do best, mm-hmm. coach. Now, they need to still be there for players and mentor them. But all the little kind of stuff that can distract a coach or a player or a position group, Hmm. the unity council, and the leaders within the team. Right. Because even though you weren't old enough to be on the unity council, you still were a leader. You took You took me and Ruck under your wing and showed Mm -hmm. us, you know, and brought us in and was – cool with us right you know and if you did, if we didn't have that we would have just been out there trying to figure it out on his own right on our own we could have gotten trouble yeah we could have not figured it out then we could have been yep. on well, this day and age we could have been in the transfer portal in here we could have ended up flaming out and just being back home absolutely so you know everybody's you know i always i was talking about this to you know a few people and they always talk about leadership and we had some great leaders while we yeah, were here. we did and you have a great coach like coach osborne and great coach like frank solich great coach like coach mcbride and uh, numerous coaches but your best coaches and your best leaders are big part of that is because they have people around them that are willing to be led That's right. and lead with them. That's right. That's right. And, and people don't give that enough respect. They just think, oh, well, great leader. Because if Coach Osborne didn't have the great assistance mm-hmm. that could deliver the Nebraska way in their own way, which mm-hmm. he let them do, and that's leadership as well, Right. then we might not ever hear about Coach Osborne. That's you true. get what I'm saying? That's so true. It, it's a, it's a truly a team effort, and and I, I said this last night on uh, Big Red Wrap Up. I keep saying it, and it, you know, now for this defense to make a drastic turnaround, they have to accept number mm-hmm. one, accept, and that's mm-hmm. the hard thing for this modern mm-hmm. day athlete to do. That does, <laughs> when you accept it, that doesn't mean that you won't get there. You have to accept where you're at right now. Okay, it's and, almost like you read my notes, bro. What do I what do I got right there? Acknowledge where you're at. Oh yeah, well, I'm you telling know, you, we brother from another mother, <laughs> man. You know, the, you know. It's, you See, because I want I want you to expound on that, yeah. but I want to say this because I want you to expound on that right now. Because when you're dealing through adversity, for Mickey or anybody else, but right. for Mickey to come in here and say, "Well, things are fine." No, they're not fine. Right. They're and this I know it's a fictitious, fictitious movie. Any given Sunday, right? But that line when Al Pacino yeah. <laughs> goes in the locker room and he says, "We either heal as a team." Or we're going to crumble inch by inch, play by play, until we're finished. He goes, we're in hell right now. He said, we can stay here and get the crap kicked. That no, he didn't say crap. Right. But get the crap kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back. Right. What you just said is acknowledge. How do you, if you're in that locker room right now, Jay, think about your own uh, 10-year career in the pros. There were times you had to acknowledge, I got to get it together. Right. How would you 
and continue to nurse this team and tell this team, we got to acknowledge where we're at right now, right. fellas. I mean, we're in football hell. Right. All right? We, we're, we, we're, we, are, we are in the depths of hell right the depths. now. How do you hey, acknowledge you it? What does that do you, when you, you acknowledge gotta, it? you got to accept constructive criticism and the constructive, uh, you know, celebration in the same way. Don't right. just be here and, and, and just be all ears when somebody's telling you how great you are or they're putting you on front of the Husker.com or whatever in the posters or, you know, not posters anymore. You got the highlight videos right. on Snapchat yeah. and Instagram, You got to accept constructive, constructive criticism mm-hmm. because it's coming from a good place and it's only going to make you better. Absolutely. That's why you have to accept where you're at. Absolutely. And you have to start by accepting have you played well? Have mm-hmm. you played well within the system? And can you play better? That's and right. everybody has to do it. Nobody on this team, even though we've had, you know, like we talked about, you know, Casey and Trey and, and – and uh, Grant and A.J. Allen and, you know, so forth. Right. Nobody's played good enough to say, you know what, I, I'm, I'm above getting better. Absolutely. Or I, there's not a lot of things I need to work on. And defensively in particular, you have to accept where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And numbers don't lie. What, numbers don't lie. And, you're, first of all, in the film. No, it does is, not. It's definitely not lying. It doesn't lie. not lying. Accept where we're at individually and collectively. Here's the and, second thing. Go ahead. Go and ahead. then – come together and say, you know what, we are going to do this again. This mm-hmm. has to be we. We don't have a Grant Wisdom or a Jason Peter and Dominican Sue or Levante. <laughs> or Jay Davis Foreman. <laughs> right. So we have, but you can still be a good defense right. if we decide to do it together. And once they start doing it, I think some, and I can't speak because I, I, this isn't a factual, but I think some guys got caught up in this kind of social media thing where they thought like, you know, they were just because they thought the other team was going to be intimidated, right? Because right. you're because you're the guy that they're all talking right. about. Right, looking at highlight videos, right. et cetera. Yeah, the dudes bite back yeah. too. Absolutely, and they're on scholarship too. That's right. And so once you and this should be a good break for everybody to check mm-hmm. themselves, even through the weekend, and say, you know, we got eight games here. We can still do have a special season and go from there. Which leads me to the next point. I got six things, Jay. I'm just going to ask you to, and, and just see off the word because right. a person with your uh, width and depth of, of history, knowledge, and just uh, the accolades, you just go after accolades. You went after accomplishments, and you did it with the hard work. The next word I said, okay, leading through adversity, acknowledge where you're at. The next one is assess where you're at. Right. You acknowledge, okay, I'm here. I'm here. This is right. where we're at. Right. Now you got to assess it. So, Jay, it's like after a storm. You acknowledge, okay, there was a storm. And then you start assessing the damage of the storm. Right. They bring in assessors in. Our, right. our big Oscar brother, William Washington, where there's a, uh, a hurricane or a storm. Right. He goes in, okay, there was a tornado here. Now i got to go and assess the damage. Right. So as you're assessing the damage, what are some of the things you're looking at right now? Because right. you're leading through adversity. So what are the things you're assessing? Right. I'm looking for an improvement on a day-to-day basis if I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. I want to see us get better. I mean, I, I would encourage every player – to have a goal every single day of what you want to get better at. Absolutely. Every single day, whether I want to get better at my drops, whether I want to get better at my reads, communication, coming out of your breaks as a receiver, Absolutely. catching it with, 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 you know, with, you know, with both hands, not mm-hmm. being a body, whatever it may be. Right. Or I want a goal could be essentially that I'm going to be locked in. Right. The whole practice. Mm. Locked in mm. the whole, it could be something like that. Mm. Or I'm going to, or I'm going to practice like this is a game. I'm going to lock in when practice I'm about to go like in. This is a game. Okay, then I'm going to, you know, decompress when, say, it's a when I'm out, you know, say the other people are rotating in or it's an offensive right. series, then I'm locking back right. in. So you have to train yourself to, to be in game mode. That's what I'd be looking for, and that's what I want to assess as far as where we can come out of it because those are the things that are very, very minimal and small. Right. Like, right, they don't think all you need – everybody thinks all you need to go out and recruit, you know, you know, 
Anthony Munoz and all these other. Right. You know, we got what we got. So exactly. Let's, let's get, let's these get, are all the ingredients. We can't go shopping right. no more. We ain't no, yeah, There's right. no free agents coming right. here. So now we have to be able to add some of our own spices to it mm-hmm. so, we can, so it can taste good. And so if they all decide to do that, they'll be fine because it's not a lack of talent. It's a lack of mental toughness and, and, and mental awareness. Right. And some of that can come from social media. Some of it can come from not having people around that's maybe not. Right. You know, I would strongly encourage – any coach, mm-hmm. Mickey or any coach in, in any other university. And I've t- I talked to P.J. Fleck about this. He does it. Ron Johnson right. does this. And he, he's on TV and radio, but he's in there keeping it real with those guys yeah. and keeping them in check. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller. I would really, really encourage to find adult mentors that have been where they've been to to keep them focused. And That's we talked right. to Sean Callahan about, you know, you know, these, you know, the potential of the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to get guys to see the bigger picture. They're That's thinking right. very, very short-sighted right. right now. And you need to think of um, both short, medium, and long-term. Mm-hmm. And you've already built a uh, somewhat of a foundation here. So why would you want to go start over somewhere, especially if you have your coach here? And, right. And, and potentially to, you know, make a, a name for yourself. So, I would I would do that, and then I would get them to see, like, look, we can't worry about Indiana. We have to worry about Nebraska. Yeah, that's right. We can't worry about who's Indiana's running backs until us as linebackers are working as a cohesive unit, mm-hmm. defensive line. We got to make sure that we have our fundamentals and feet right and everything and so forth and, and so on. There is no weekend off. Right. This isn't the weekend to say, you know what, I don't want to think about football. Right. You just got your head beat in on national TV. Yeah. This should be all you're thinking about besides school, work, and family. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. This isn't a fun weekend. Yeah, you might get to sit to be, sit back and watch some college football, but that that should be getting your juices flowing Absolutely. to the point where you're showing up Monday or whenever their next practice practice is, you know, ticked off at what just happened, and you can't wait to play Indiana mm-hmm. six thirty, you know, next Saturday. You know what, Jay? One thing that you just mentioned too: it's okay to watch college football. And when you watch college football, if, I think some players and some people in general, regardless of what we do, they can forget it's a, it's a privilege. And I was saying that right. the other day: it's a privilege to play. At Nebraska, where it maybe is. we're talking about Nebraska right, right now. So it's a it's a privilege play for Nebraska. You're on national television every, every week, game. right? Every game. When we were playing, it wasn't always that way. No. But these kids are on on television every day, playing in front of the country. You're out of sellout. You haven't you haven't had a winning season in five years, right? But yet that stadium. I even tell people, even if it's sixty thousand, right? That's more than that's it, more than winning teams well, get, right? At Illinois, one of my former teammates is their athletic director. Yeah, he says you guys have you guys some of you guys. Oh, the players and the fans yeah. don't really re- realize how good you have it because they're winning more than us, 
but they're getting 40,000 people. 40,000 people. We're getting twice that amount, and we're and not losing. winning and losing. We're getting 20,000 people to fly all the way across the pond yes. to watch a team yes. play Northwestern, a game yes. that we should have won or thought we should have won. Yeah. So the support is there, and which there's an old saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, much is given, much, much is required. expected. Much right? expect and required, so absolutely. You can't have it both ways where, you know, I do – I wanted to ask Sean about this is when – I remember when Micah Parsons came here to Friday Night Lights mm. who ended up, you know, he's with Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys and, now. you know, all-pro linebacker. Well, when he came here, I think he, he got and, – and it wasn't NIL yet, but he got like 20,000 more Twitter followers just by coming to camp here. Coming to Nebraska. Right? Just think about if you came here and played well. And committed to it. And committed to it. Committed to it. Through adversity. People in Nebraska will get behind you no matter what. so tough when you, when you deal with adversity and come out the other end. And that's all they want you to do is embody Nebraska, never give up, do what you say, and, and say what you mean, and, and, and go with it. It's not that hard. I think we're in kind of like – I always say we're, we're right now – you know, we, we fly all the time, right? right? So sometimes it's like flying on a day like today. You know oh, when yeah. you fly. Some turbulence. On the, you know, when you ascend, it's going to be bumpy. Yep. But you know eventually you can get up above them clouds right. and it's nice and sunny. It's sunny. It's going to smooth out. We, we haven't decided to hit that gas. You know some of, the, mm. some of those pilots, they hit the gas through there yeah. and get you up there quick. Yeah. Once everybody decides to hit the gas, we'll be fine because that means we're all pulling in the right direction and have the same wants and have the same mindset. You know, I, I think that guys have to be able to have hard conversations with each other, mm-hmm. regardless if it's a guy that's a sophomore talking to a senior, regardless if it's a senior talking to another senior, or somebody that has a bigger NIL deal or not. You have to at the most the, your most important NIL deal. You know what that is? What you do on Saturdays? That's right. That's your that's your best selling point. The in on that helmet is your NIL yeah, deal. That, in that's, your, that's your best one. You start making plays. You start winning games. Right. Everybody's going to have an NIL Absolutely. deal. Absolutely. Right now, you don't want people to have buyer's remorse. Man, yeah. he, he can't play dead. He doesn't look like he's focused. Right. Well, if you're not focused, if they or they perceive you're not focused, why would they want you to represent their company? Absolutely. So that's why when I, if I was talking to him, I'm going to talk to him on their level right. and figure out what kind of motivates them. You talked about, you know, about good recruiters. You know, I think one of the biggest jobs that coaches have to do now mm-hmm. with NIL and the transfer portal is every single off week or off season, you have to re-recruit your roster. Yes, you do. It makes you. It's gonna yes, make you, you be, be a better coach. Yes, you do. On a day-to-day basis. Yep. Because you have to, and then you can't do much coach speak. No. Because when you talk to me, you, Mark, anybody, you gotta deliver the message and yeah. it has to come because they're watching. Right. Now, is it fair? No, because there's other circumstances that could dictate whether J or AD. Because if the head man says, "I want Mark in there," me and you just ain't playing. But at the end of the day, the communication has to be clear. Right. And right. And that's something. That you heard Trev talk about six, nine months ago that yep. he needs to get better. We're going to be on the same page. And that's where you see where Mickey's knocking out of the park, where he's communicating. Yeah. He's going right to the player, and he's teaching them as well. Right. Had a couple of players that kind of talked out of emotion. He said, that's fine, but you don't get in front of bringing you know, family issues out here. That's right. To, to, so he's teaching them life lessons right. as well. Right. So when you're doing that, and then Mickey's trying to if, – if Mickey's got to approach him about something he's doing on the field. They trust him. They trust him. They trust him. It's not that hard. No, I think sometimes not. we've made it too hard. It so, is. It um, is. You know, look, Coach McBride could deliver a message like no other, but then he'd be right there for you when, yep. you, when you made a play, and that's why players loved him. You know what, Jay? There was a clip on Saturday's game where Davis was his last name, number right. four. Oh, four. Did you see that? Yes. Red Explain Venables. to the listeners what he did on that, yeah, what he did. Brett Venables, uh, it was late in the game, yeah. too. Oh, and he a young corner, Davis, uh, was trying to make a play on a pass, and Brett Venables met him. Uh, on the sidelines. On the sidelines. 
coaching him hard, but then actively coached him yes. and explained to him and showed him. They had to be getting ready for kickoff as long yeah. as it took. I was <laughs> yeah. like, man, he's going to get – I'm thinking, like, they kicked that ball off, he's going to get his head knocked off. But he was on the sideline outside yeah. of the coach's box explaining to him why you would play a receiver a certain position in that coverage and in that situation. Yeah. And then the player, then then the player was he got it about seventy five percent. Then he had one more a, a question. He said, "No, look," and then showed him again. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I got it." Patted him on right. his head, let so, him go. Right. So what he did was he met him with discipline. Yep. And then he, he said, "You know what? This is how we're going to get better." Him. And then I'm going to show you. So when people say you can't coach these kids hard, I don't believe that. I think you just have to coach them the right way. And if they know if you're coming from a good place, you can coach them that way. Jay, I've always heard it said, rules without relationship lead to rebellion. Rules is, yeah. without relationship lead to rebellion. You can tell he had some rules there, right. but there was a relationship. So he didn't rebel. He says, I'm going rep- to see what he's going to say to me. I'm right. going to take it in. I'm going I'm to take this. And I'm going to say this. Mickey did something I hadn't seen. I don't know how long. Right. He called a whole team huddle on the right. sideline right. on Saturday. Everybody got in there. And when you start establishing that, they start seeing that they start and not just with your words. They start seeing it with your actions. Yep, and yep. that's huge right and there, you know man. You know what? We'll get, I'm gonna say this point, then we're gonna go to break real quick. You know, I saw Mike Norvell do it when he first started down at Florida State mm-hmm. when he came from over from Memphis, and I was like, man, this looks kind of gimmicky, <laughs> right? And I saw yeah. PJ Fleck do it, right? Kinda, and, and he did it, you know, and it's obviously worked out well for him. But I was like, Mike, well, why is he doing that? Why is he doing that before every time they go into halftime? What he's doing is getting everybody's attention. Yeah. We're coming in as a team. We're resetting your mindset, and mm. we're delivering the message to make sure we're staying focused on the task at hand. Mm. Sometimes it's encouragement. Sometimes right. it's bringing them to task or sometimes right. keeping them in check on how we're about to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's something that they do during practice right. as well. So it, it's something that where those little things lead to big results. Now, now, is it right away? No. But when you're trying to reestablish a true identity, foundation, characteristics of what mm-hmm. you're looking for as a player, you need it out of your coaches as well. That's right. It, I, and, and, you know, I, generally you say that players embody their coaches, generally so, within reason. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so when Coach Osborne used to always ask us questions, we'd always be very kind of blah, blah, you know, mm-hmm. kind of very, you know, you know, monotone voice. Well, right. who do we watch all the time? Who do we watch, A.D., when, you know, 95 probably drove – Coach Osborne and Nan- I bet you Coach Nancy would tell you Coach Osborne ain't sleep nine months. <laughs> Wait, we, hey, ninety-five team was driving that man crazy. And, but guess what? Not once right. did he not look the the storm of adversity yeah. in the eye. And, I, and I'm going to say this before: this is one of the one of the things that stuck with me the most about Coach Osborne when he talked about adversity. Mm-hmm. He said anybody can be a leader when you're when it's easier when you're right. winning. He said a true leader is going to take his team into the eye of the storm yeah. and not blink twice and not worry about the results. That's right. Because he's going to be right there with he's gonna be right there. I never forgot that. Man. No, no. And so uh, – and, th- and he's going first. Right. He's yeah, going he, first. he's going in first. They yep. come on with me. This yep. is how we're going to do it. So, yep. um, you know, look, you know, we got to – I always say this. When we get on the air, it goes by too quick. We're going into a break now. Yep. Nate's going to give us a time to pay a little bills. Um, I got three and, more and words for you, too, to expound on. So I'm, yeah, I'm we're going to get in. We, we got two more, two more segments. Uh, So we're going to go to break quick, and we're going to be back in about five minutes. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.